some part of all the problems the space has the potential to play a role imaging communication getting the real time videos information in some some visible spectrum infrared spectrum space candidate so at the business perspective also and touching the life of a last person perspective also the space is no more the rich country rich people here space is actually the last person uh, in terms of financial economical condition person game and in the matter of time like like, like you know television and the mobile phones had reached the last person and the satellites and the technology from satellite will reach last person in next couple of decades for sure Hi there, and thank you for joining. My name is Eddie Avil. This is Change I Am Possible, which is India's first feature tech podcast. And today, I'm really happy to have with me Tushar Jadhav. He's the founder of Manastu Space. He's an ex-DRDO scientist and a graduate of aerospace engineering from IIT Mumbai. He's part of the IIT Mumbai satellite team and has led the launch of ISRO SLV C35. So, thank you, Tushar. It's a pleasure to have you on Change I Am Possible podcast. So. I have been completely and deeply fascinated by aliens. I thought that I mean the universe is like flooded with you know other species. So I was like really into it, and that's the reason I I wanted to become an astronaut. You know, so I'm really really excited uh, uh, for space. So start with uh, you know what got you. interested in space and, and your entrepreneurial journey yeah thank you thank you for having me here and it's a very interesting platform to discuss about anything that is going to happen in tomorrow or day after tomorrow and i'm happy to be part of that discussion and part of a journey so for me uh, space was like every other kid uh, space was like a dream uh, we uh, grew up seeing rocket fly isro launching its own rocket nasa launching the space shuttle different different fancy rocket didn't understand many things but that was some of the fascinating thing as a every other kid you wanted to become an astronaut when you when i was born and for a long time was like this is something that i wanted to do and then with the course of time something happened i didn't let that that desire to become a astronaut or that fancy about the space didn't let it die basically that was for a simple reason and when there was a option to select a branch uh, after iit uh, clearing the je exam the aerospace become a obvious choice because it was a new i will not get to be astronaut at least not immediately in the near future but at least i can get to do something which is closer to astronaut which is like study the space so that's how the journey of a aerospace engineer started with a dream from the childhood parallelly my father was in hl so he so since childhood there was a you know environment about fighter plane sukhoi mirage tejas plane at home so used to have those calendars with the uh, helicopter photos and different different fighter planes photos and so that was also another fascinating part of a you know aerospace journey that i knew about all those things how they are built and how, how what are the important parts and my father was working for complete uh, the assembly part of that those planes in hl nasik so that's how interest from aerospace engineering and then when i got into iit something very interesting happened that it was like uh, before before getting into iit i was searching after i got admission i was searching into the website of department ki let's see what all activities are going on in the department and then i come across something very fascinating that there was a team of a student who are building a satellite 
until now we have seen that students are building robots cars and those things were okay it's normal but something as crazy as a satellite that immediately caught my attention and that that sparked that this is something that i want to do and that was the you know now i keep seeing back i can see that dot connecting that that seeing the website for the first time towards the childhood dream of becoming astronaut i was getting something closer to that dream and that's how then got to work very hard in my first year to get into the satellite team uh, that was probably the only time i studied in the iit bombay in my first year to get into that team after a lot of hard work and then slowly slowly as a junior member who was responsible for running around and getting things done to becoming a project manager in third year and uh, convincing isro satellite isro team to uh, re resign the agreement to uh, launch our satellite for a free on the top of isro rocket and then uh, convincing them to launch our 1 1.5 crore rupees satellite onto the top of 500 crore uh, isro satellite and rocket that was just a remarkable journey and that's that that journey was probably the one and only reason that gave us a confidence to dream big and dream something in terms of a space so that confidence led us to the start of entrepreneurial journey so the day we launch our satellite onto the top of pslv rocket is the day that we again rejoined re to the our dreams of childhood seeing the space shuttle getting launched the pslv getting launched multiple times but this time something was different this time that pslv was carrying our satellite on top of it and that day we saw those flames uh, coming out of the rocket and the satellite at our top and afterward the isro scientist uh, announcing that pratham our satellite is separate from the pslv rocket was the day we realized this is something that we want to do this is the life this is a passion and we we won't trade it for millions of dollar that whole experience and that led us to entrepreneur journey that this is something that we want to continue for the rest of the life and that's when the manas to space started uh, after the launch of that satellite and after we rediscovered our passion how cool is that and you said that you know the rush or the joy of bringing to life a project that you have dreamt from your childhood is such an high it's thanks to internet and media that you know suddenly these you know india you know indian kids and and students are having bold and audacious dreams of really solving this big and grand problems which can create a better human race human society so i'm really excited for that and that's the reason i do this uh, podcast you know because it, it's it's only you know when these brave bold audacious visionary entrepreneurs come together and with have the foresight to do something to change the the world you know with their effort the world gets better so so congratulations on, on that uh, uh, so so can we talk about manas to space you know what is the problem that you trying to solve with the company just before we get deep dive into what manas to space and why we do what we do uh the last point that you mentioned i would like to add something about you saying the internet uh, is making possible this uh this indian indian made teenagers dreaming big i'll go back to little thousands hundreds of years back 
and we were actually the ones like our nalanda universities and our takshashila university who are actually the hub doing those things at that time and at those those uh, you know those science and philosophy and history at those time to world so that means what i be, what i believe that we we already had that with us within us those all those capabilities it's just that in the middle period last few hundreds of years we lost that somewhere and probably and it's just the matter of time we re you know uh, reimagine rediscover all those things that were lost and our potential our learnings our teachings uh, and you know core humble nature that that our country has is based on uh, those things are just the matter of time we recover uh, we rediscover and we build on those things and just uh, one example to prove that the number of ceos the indian ceos are the, there in american companies leading the top companies tech companies and just one simple example you can bet on ki what is why i am saying this point and the proof of that point if if you see we were much ahead with a science back then we had built vimanas and stuff like that maybe we lost it to just life you know being the way it is or materialistic nature you know because our, our parents bring up kids to the constant nudge of oh you've got to become a big man someday and stuff like that it's it's so we are all constantly trying to run behind money but i think if you try and solve a problem which is big money i think is just something which will follow you so so please please do continue you know what master space is all about and what what is the problem that you guys yes exactly so coming to uh, the manastu very simple thing before we the problem why we do is very important for us before we do what and this uh, and how we do so what we believe the space uh, and actually why we do it uh, it has to space also has a story that links to the satellite actually so when we are building a satellite one of the application of our satellite was uh, it can help to predict the tsunami before tsunami hits the shore basically and by those time that was 2012 11 12 we realized this is a fabulous way to solve the problems on the earth you can just imagine what all impact you can have if you can get even 15% uh, 15 minutes early warning to uh, the coastal area that tsunami is going to hit and we just realized instantaneously that this is a platform like a internet to solve the problems on the earth in a very different perspective from a space very different point of angle point of view in a very big wider area coverage and and the satellites were are just going to do those things uh, that bring about the change so that's when when we want started the start uh, then the our why become very simple we want to solve those problems on the earth using space if not all at least some part of all the problems at least communication part can be done through the satellite some data intelligence gathering can be done through the space and we want to make those this access to the space cheaper and safer so that that benefits of a space reaches the last person and we want to do with our safe and efficient fuel all those satellite we want to be power powered by our safe and fuel efficient fuel so that's a, to solve the problems on the earth through space powered by our fuel and engine is why we do what we do so right. exactly the problem what we are solving is that for last 50 years the satellites are carrying a fuel 
uh when the satellite is in the space that fuel is used to orient the satellite come go uh, move up and down so this fuel is called hydrazine it's a chemical basically it is extremely toxic people have died handling that so government in europe and us is planning to ban this fuel in uh, next few years uh, 2021 22 because people have died handling it so government so, so that's why to give you idea it is two times toxic than the bhopal gas tragedy here so we can we know what happened to bhopal and the toxic two times more than that can create a lot of disaster and it creates a problem for businesses also that cost of operation increases because it needs to be transported safely in a special vehicle handling needs to be special and all those things so that all adds operational cost and this fuel is very very inefficient like a mileage for a car this fuel the existing earlier problematic fuel is very inefficient so for that we need to because of that we need to carry more fuel like a, having a low mileage car to go from a to b point you need to carry more fuel something similar having a low mileage for the satellite fuel means you need to carry more fuel so toxic fuel uh, which is being banned uh, which increases the cost of operation and which is very inefficient fuel which increases the size the amount of fuel you uh, fuel you need to carry so that these are the three main problem what we are solving how are we solving to be put in short we have come up with our new fuel which is different than the alternative uh, already existing problematic fuel and engine to burn this fuel and, the, and there is a, like a spark plug like a material for called catalyst that goes inside the engine so uh, a complete propulsion system and how, so to put it in number it is 25% more efficient i mean you will need 25% less fuel compared to the earlier one so your your cost goes down straight away by that much amount and it is as safe as common salt so that reduces your cost of operation so higher efficiency and very low toxicity and the safeness is what we offer as our technology to customer basically right so could you talk a little bit more about this green propulsion system that you are talking about you know i recently read that the isro chairman i think in announcement that they are also looking at a green propulsion through hydrogen peroxide so is it in in the similar lines and and could you give my audience uh, you know the advantages about the, about the green propulsion system and what are the other uh, propulsion system available at this point in time yeah right so green propulsion system when you say so something when it is a green something that means it is safe to either nature or people it needs to be uh, doing either one of those two so the when we say green it should be less toxic everything is toxic but the amount is uh, important how toxic it is so so something when you say green it should be very 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 much less toxic than the current hydrazine as i mentioned which is two times toxic than the bhopal gas tragedy gas something needs to be less much less toxic than that and more efficient than that uh, than that earlier fuel so this is considered generally uh, comes under a, a green propellant category so that's how the inter- international it's a, uh, it's not a standard but it's sort of agreed between the uh, nation science companies and space agency that this is how the green propellant is qualified less toxic and more efficient basically in terms of yes isro and isro is also working on uh, something similar and that's why uh, we are planning to uh, we are proposed them a uh, collaboration uh, work with them and 
so is there also did you looking for and nasa has also developed their green propulsion system uh, out of the different type of chemicals uh, europe has developed another their green propulsion system with a completely different prop- green propellant system and so so there are three four option three two two are already proven option and one or two more are in the development across the world uh, so those those are the currently the option in terms of green chemical propulsion system so, so who are your expected uh, customers at this point in time uh, is your green propulsion system the propellant is it ready is it being used currently by any companies if yes can you please share details yes so it is not completely uh, so it is under development it is not fully developed uh, like technology in a space uh, you just generally get one chance to test it into the space basically as a because it's expensive to uh, test the system in a space so you get one chance to do that and so you need to be very sure that it works every time on the ground the way you required so repeatability and consistency should be there so so developing towards that currently the work is been done so to make it more reliable repeatable and uh, you know it giving the same result every time so that testing is currently going on that work is currently going on who are the customer so like the satellite manufacturers will be our customer like we will be like oem to satellite manufacturer we you build a satellite we'll support you with our propulsion system uh, that suits your requirement so that's a simple like the ge celsius engine to airbus boeing aeroplane we'll sell our complete propulsion system including fuel this time because fuel is one time system uh, not the consumable uh, not repetitive service so one time system including fuel the rest of the complete propulsion system to satellite manufacturers so those are our main customers uh, so probably next one one and a half years we should be in a position to test it into the satellite and prove it into the satellite that it absolutely works once we do test it into satellite then no one will ask a second question whether it works or no then uh, everything comes down to financials basically how much it cost how good is it compared to other other alternatives and how fast you can deliver so all those question comes in after that right right so india space industry you know currently it's still in its nascent stage you know i mean you know there are a few startups but the the ecosystem is completely slow so as someone who's vested in the space how happy or satisfied are you with the ecosystem as in the investor support the government support a uh, good thing is it's changing good thing is it is improving okay so that is the that is the best uh, most heartening thing to see it is not in the best of the shape for sure it needs a lot of work uh, from both the from all parties from uh, government side from investor side from startup side so we need a lot of more work the good thing is it is changing at a rapid pace the people a uh, couple of years ago or even one one year before people were not even ready to listen and consider a space as a viable option to invest as a, for many of the uh, sector agnostic investor compared to now they are thinking and doing putting some manpower to do the literature to the uh, do the market survey about what is going on what is the potential uh, and how we can invest how the landscape is changing what is the rate at which it is changing Uh, how will be the gestation period so all that work uh, investors are putting it to some level almost everyone because the fear of missing out is sort of increasing with the investor and that is good for a startup for sure uh, 
needs a lot of work good thing is we have started the journey which was not the case at least couple of years ago but uh, we we'll, the ecosystem will also evolve with the time a lot of free you know uh, open arm support from isro side and the government ministry side is very heartening for a startup because anyways the startups is hard journey and building a space startup is even harder and building that in the india is even even harder so any of the support any good news from ministry or any good news that some space startup got some fund is always heartening because it says like there is a little progress little progress one day one news at a time so that is that is that is good actually as a first mover it always comes with a lot of pain of but a few pleasures but a lot of pain you know but then there there is always that first mover's advantage in the sense that you if you are resilient and if you have the capital to hang around there is so much you learn about the industry uh, you know and, and which you can actually apply it to your product and whatever the service that you are building right now there is some kind of you know traction happening in the space industry suddenly everybody is looking at the indian uh, space industry you know thanks thanks because of the mangalyaan you know and even the international community is now actually giving uh, the indian space industry a look and and maybe the vcs are also kind of uh, uh, looking at players over here and what they are doing and there are some really exciting players you know like agnikul bellatrix and others you know can you run us through your journey as an entrepreneur somebody who started a few years i mean to this ecosystem how difficult was it you know setting up a startup specifically in the space tech and would you advise uh, your budding entrepreneurs uh, to get into the space industry yeah sure so journey has been full of ups and downs journey has been full is nothing short of you know roller coaster right for sure uh, and especially covid it uh, covid made it uh, even more interesting i won't say difficult because it's a anyway it's a part of life uh, the startup life and in general but the covid made it very very interesting and those who survived will thrive for sure but uh, looking back back at the start uh, as i mentioned ki uh, in 2017 18 when we started people were not even listening that uh, investor wise that something this this scale something at this type of technology something which needs gestation period and which needs uh you know investment and it's a international game so you need to have a world class product can be built in india but thanks to a lot of good things from isro side and thanks to a lot of uh, uh some of the changes in the geopolitics and some of the changes in uh, the way uh, world see at india uh, in terms of technology hub and now now the vaccine india is supporting with a lot of vaccine is actually adds up to the image because it's a, it is a very big part though the funding and investing is a sort of a lot of a depending on the in image part so for us that has been a big big challenge since uh, especially at the start and now things are making it better and better for us particularly the the journey has been very you know humbling i will suggest i think that is the best word it can be that i can possibly bring it for a simple reason every time we ran out route ran out of the money we found a way to get money 
that that has been the best part of it i mean we just believe that this is what we are this is a problem now we need more money we are running out of money and we just start looking around and plan accordingly and for one reason or the other we found the money that is i think the best part of it i mean they say you know uh, someone who starts walking will find a way and that has been the case i mean we we don't have a hundreds and crores of rupees in bank account but we have that maturity now that if you are doing with a good intent and if you have a passion you will find a way to make it work and money is like a it's like a fuel i mean i do, we don't drive car to burn the fuel basically we drive a car to go somewhere do something enjoy something experience something and so we don't work for the money money we just find a petrol pump on the way whenever we need it or we call some help and we get the petrol whenever we are running out of the petrol so that is exactly as been been the case in terms of financial support and big and big thanks goes to my team especially in the covid time we we actually had a very simple policy those people who are well versed with the family we said look we won't be able to support you uh in terms of financially and those people who needed extra support we said we'll give you the extra support you please ask whenever you want and team was is doing that it's been happily has done it for last 6 uh, 7 months and i think i think nothing can be as heartening than that that part so and that has that has brought us more closer and that gave us a more sense of you know purpose like that that purpose is even stronger of course uh, money is important purpose and why we do is very very more important and that team bond which bring everything together makes it more more fascinating and they say right you if you need to shine like a sun you need to burn like a sun and sort of covid time and some of the times before that was sort of a burning burning phase for us and thankfully we have come shining back now so that has been a fascinating journey i mean i can't even imagine it in a normal world so we came close to dying and we came and one stage another stage we were representing india in uh, some of the top forums in paris and japan in tokyo and you can just name it and that that has things have happened in last 3 uh, years of our journey lovely how cool is that you know i can feel your desire and passion you know and, and you said you know if you have purpose somehow things fall in place and you rightly pointed out you know to shine like a sun you have to burn like a sun you know and covid has had interesting uh you know people like like you said you know covid has been interesting you know it's it's your perspective how you look at it you know obviously it has had a destructive uh, effort effect on everyone but then either you sit at home and cry and lament or you take control and you know lead ahead and and i'm sure i see you and your as a team doing that which is exemplary and i think all the startups i think uh, the startup community is like that you know it's it's very resilient especially i mean the indian startups because we are of the jugadu nature anyway you know that's so deeply as in somehow we always 
figure out a way. So I, I, I wish you the very best, and I hope some investors, uh, you know, I mean, come in and that, that there is more support in not just from the Indian community, but even the even the global players. But COVID has had interesting effect on everyone, you know. So, so tell me, as a startup, are you funded or are you bootstrapped? So currently, uh, for a long time, we have been uh, working with, it uh, started with the bootstrap and then through a lot of grants, free money and some investment from uh, different uh, small investor is what we have been working with. And currently, we got a contract from DRDO to build this technology. So some money from them is also is uh, are slowly coming up. And of course, simultaneously, we are raising more money through private investors. So combination of bootstrap plus grants plus uh, equity funding has been helping us to survive. It. Currently, uh, everybody is looking at the space industry, you know, because some of the biggest companies have put their hands into space tech. You know, uh, Elon Musk has his hand with uh, SpaceX and Starlink is his project where he's trying to put... Uh, thousands of satellites all around the world to provide connectivity to everyone, you know, right from the, you know, the, the urban areas to the rural areas. Then Amazon has its project Cooper, which is trying to, you know, spread out satellites all over, around the world. Though then there has been some disruption like OneWeb, which is uh, got filed for bankruptcy. And besides one OneWeb, I think there's some other. But overall, if you see, there's a very positive outlook for the satellite. Uh, so I, in, in another few years, I think that the world is going to be covered with satellite and that's when you are going to shine and that's where you are. So how excited are you for that world? And, and to my audience, you pointed out a few use cases of satellites, you know, I mean, but could you dwell a little bit more on how excited for you? How do you see a world? What will be the transformation the world is covered with satellite and uh, can you also share the use cases of satellites yeah right of course i mean that is a fascinating part i mean if you remember when was the last time the humanity was so excited when the when we were planning to when the humans planning to go to moon and landed on the moon i think that was one of the most exciting period we saw in the last century as a part of humanity everyone celebrated it's a lot of, it was like a uh, international event, even though it was by one country and by one organization being its at the core of it, but we celebrated it at that level. So that was a, you know, that was showing the human potential of binding, bringing people together, that space. Apart from obvious economical benefits and the potential to solve the problems of a common people, that I'll come to those things in a minute. This is a very, very interesting perspective uh, that space can bring to bring together countries, humanities, uh, you know, bringing the peace at a very different level that we saw it, we got the glimpse of it last century and probably maybe if we collaborate at a much bigger scale, that is that can be very much possible because uh, the one of the biggest event was when Russian astronaut and US astronauts met in the space station uh, last, uh, last century. Coming back to the uh, what is for the last person on the earth, this is very high level uh, discussions. I mean, how will the uh, farmer in uh, local village in Maharashtra or Gujarat can help, can get a benefit? Very simple reason. I mean, first thing is the day is not far when a farmer gets get his on his mobile phone the information that look, this farm 
of your uh, this area of your farm needs more water this farm of uh, this area of your farm has insects so please do something for that insect and that information will be combination of a data from satellites and the data from uh, ground and uh, the data weather data that is that is uh, shared from weather weather station that day is not far so he he will get that information the day is for not far that people in a village using uh, the covid created the disruption of a big uh, the typical hospital industry and the day is not far where the telemedicine and tele education is going to be a common norm uh, not completely replace replacing the current education system but complementing it and the satellite uh, to enable that connectivity will be a very very fascinating part like imagine a, uh, with a small robotic hand uh, with the technology of robots uh, in a, a village in africa a, a, a doctor sitting in us or india or china uh, can operate using that robotic hand and that communication is happening through uh the satellite internet so you can just imagine that fascination uh, fascinating use cases that people can work with so the big for our corporates like uh, people are estimating the amount of uh amount of a sale the walmart is having on a particular day by analyzing the amount of cars that are parked out of uh, walmart parking garage so just just people you can you can analyze the solar panel that are there in your solar panel field through space and see how they are how they what is their condition and how they how good they are behave how good are they operating you can just imagine those things are plan possible disaster is a very very important use case where satellite can play a role can say okay the uh, disaster has happened so this part is more affected this part is less affected you can shift people from here to there this can be a way to look for a logistics you can get a holistic picture of the disaster that has happened wildfire the australia wildfire we saw last year how the wildfire is spreading what are the wind pat- patterns and how will it navigate and where the people are stayed you can sitting at one office as now the scientist can figure it out what is the pattern uh, of those things uh, the wildfire spreading that the satellites will play a key role in getting that information so you can just just name it and you can you can get that's what i was suggesting some part of all the problem the space has the potential to play a role basically if imaging computation uh, communication getting the real time video the information in in some visible spectrum infrared spectrum space can do that so that's that, that fascinates us and Uh, of course at the business perspective also and touching the life of a last person perspective also the space is no more the rich country rich people's game space is actually the last person's uh, in terms of financial economical condition person's game and in the matter of time like like you know television and the mobile phones has reached the last person and the satellites and the technology from satellite will reach last person in next couple of decades for sure Lovely, lovely. So yeah, the, the reason I do this podcast is because you know I believe that we are fast getting into a world where everything and everyone is, is going to connect it, and that that's going to be the eye from the sky, the satellite which is going to collect the data. The data is going to be fed into intelligent machines, which is going to pass out things, which is going to give you insights so that we can run businesses better. And you 
spoke about how villages farmers can up their production how the most rural uh, population the education can be disrupted where you know possibly augmented reality virtual reality can go over there and we can have education for all for centuries we have created this this discriminatory uh, 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 healthcare and education which i believe should be a birthright and which should be standard and which should be for everyone why is there a discrimination with, with the quality of education or healthcare which is being provided globally and so yes you said that maybe with a uh, with uh, with satellites and you know there could be a remote doctor with with a robotic arm uh, doing a surgery so yes that's the reason i'm really excited about where technology is taking us now not everything is uh, uh very positive you know when an eye in the sky also brings in possibly a government to look at it in a way where you know where everything can be looked at you know we can get into the the surveillance world so yes i am i i know about that and that's the reason this conversation where i mean when i talk about the great things which can happen with technology i also point out that these technologies if we do not have regulatory bodies which are not just centralized as in not taken Uh, 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 in consideration by only these big uh, 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 tech companies and governments, I think everybody should play a role. Where people like you, me, the common man should have a say into where this technology is going and how we should use it. Now, uh, there is some like in my course conversation I mentioned. There are some really good space tech companies over here. So who? are amongst your peers whose work are you most inspired by whether it's indian or global uh, folks who are vested in space tech yeah so before we get into those details uh, to add to the last point about you mentioning the risk uh, with a new technology i have a very simple perspective uh, it's never the it's never the technology that is the problem uh, it's always the people behind the technology are the problem because the satellite they themselves can't do anything i mean the satellite is just a way to capture the information what to do with that information are is here and are we are the people to do those things so along with that we regulate it in a at a government uh, level at a personal level what we need is we need regulation regulation or you know conditioning or at a very fundamental level at a heart level that that creating that inclusiveness rather than the destruction part using that technology nuclear energy can blast a city nuclear energy can destroy a city nuclear energy can create a civilization also uh, because that can be a can fabulous source of uh, technology uh, energy so it's up to you and us and every common man and the government how to use that technology so Uh, the responsibility lies in uh, generating in uh, you know guiding the next generation giving them a education teaching in a such a way that we not just develop their brain but we develop their heart and develop their empathy so that they see the world not just from a not never from a destruction purpose, purpose but from a perspective that what else i can do 
for making it better uh, that perspective so human centric education uh, is is the need of an hour so technology will evolve people will invest more money people will innovate new things but if we don't innovate or if we don't evolve at a heart level it will destruct uh, human it will not take a long time for humanity to destruct your itself so that is also the downside of the technology so we need to be very careful about the technology and just to discuss about the technology we need to discuss about the heart and people and uh how we bring them up to this level very true yeah so coming to your question about who i admire the most of course i mean uh of course what elon musk has done is to simply put it he glamorized the space and brought everyone's attention that these things are possible that space building a rocket by a private company is very much possible and it is the need of an hour a lot of things happened in that duration actually since 2003 and 4 uh, simultaneously iphone was also you know in, uh, you know invented and that re- that you know created a innovation in a uh, in a processor basically microprocessor innovation started happening because of the mobile industry and that that gave a birth to lot of sensing technology lot of high high power computation that can make satellite very powerful and give them a very meaningful purposes so that they they can be launched in a thousands of numbers and that whole thing uh, the spacex for sure brought all the things together and the right timing and uh, of course the battery was another technology that enabled a lot of satellites reducing the size of a satellite to smaller size smaller level that those things solar panel is another such a technology so all five six critical technology brought together and then spacex took a best advantage of that and reached the height i think very very few company even can imagine reaching to the height what they have done so technology wise innovation wise just hats off to the spacex for sure what they have done the interesting part is lot of indian companies are also very very doing very interesting work with the capacity whatever is available and the resources what we have available especially skyrot is doing very fascinating job pixel is also doing very fascinating job so so yeah so ecosystem is building and it's just a matter of time we we build our own ecosystems to the which will cater to world doesn't for us it doesn't matter whom we are competing doesn't matter the competition competition is for the loser we just want to solve the problem that's that's the simple thing that we want to do what is your future vision for space manus to space what comes next because you know at this point of time the, the, the space tech of the space business is is getting all the right attention you know because you know there's people talking about exploration there's mining asteroid stuff like that so it's a trillion dollar business uh, opportunity over there so how excited are you for the for the, the space industry as, as as in a whole and what comes next for space monster space yeah as i mentioned this is probably the most exciting time uh, to be in a space industry and the last time when someone was so excited about the space was in when we were landing onto the moon in 1960s so for sure so and the potential it has so that time someone else as a at a government level was being done now this is at a at a very private level at a very uh, small small startup level that change is happening and that is very heartening to see for sure 
manas to space very simple we'll solve we'll build the technologies uh, that will help people live better save lives and make their life better through space to start with that's that's very simple fanda so uh, the current propulsion system will build a system around those things we'll take see how we can take it to the next level and we'll we'll take a time will jump the curve when the time needs and uh, obsolete this technology and come up with other technologies and build more technologies around it so not will probably will not only stick to the propulsion system will expand it to as we go forward so those plans are in motion currently a uh, few things are planned in that line once the right time come will execute but many times what happens is that the space industry being a space industry falls in a trap of using a lot of money to build something which takes a lot of time and investment and that is a very good for a government to do those things but not the best way to build a business out of it so just so maybe if someone in the space industry you ask uh, i forgot to mention some advice to new new entrepreneurs to get into the business should they get into i will suggest no don't get into the business unless unless you want to get it as bad as you want to breathe then and then only get into the space business otherwise don't because it's hard you you may be better off building some other technology but if you are really really that much passionate and uh, have that vision and uh, uh, goal towards that then i'll say then then don't think twice that's for sure but before we get in before you get into think 100 times and once you decided then don't think again so that's very simple thing and please understand there is a difference between the way uh, elon musk did the uh, started the spacex because he started with 80 million dollar in his bank account for spacex is not the way will happen for you and me uh, so we need to figure it out our own way we need to write our own story and we need to create our own path so sustainable business is is the need of an r because at the end of the day we need to feed the mouths and at the end of the day we need to pay the bills and we need to pay for the hardware and consumables so people need to understand that you cannot simply just raise the money from investor and build the company that's not the way to build a company that is just because you don't have options so you need to raise money from investor but that's not the what the company is for so i will just request especially startup founders doing the deep tech to understand that we don't build a startup so that we can raise the money through investor we build a startup to solve the problem and especially space tech startup i'll request them to uh, understand this part lovely lovely kavit is what a most to not to end on so i'm sure that the ones who are listening do understand that it's only and only if you are passionate if you are resilient and you have an idea or a product which is solving a problem then you get into it because yes i mean the entire it's it's, it's not just the space tech i mean i would like to say that you know today uh, uh, almost all of the emerging tech is like that you know because it's capital intensive it's r and d uh, you know heavy and and that obviously takes time and money and and if if you're an entrepreneur and who wants you know a, a short runway i mean you're better getting into an e-commerce or selling something which is easy and getting out of it you know rather than these deep tech 
or space tech and in emerging tech because these these technology uh, are are so potential i mean these can solve those grand challenges which are there at offer and if we have the perseverance and if you are resilient you know there is so much can be done so yes i mean i'm excited for the space and but i think yeah, yes that should be a red flag which you actually <laughs> you put out that yes it, it, it's it's not for the uh, you know the weak hearted this is for those serious passionate entrepreneurs who are bold audacious and and want to solve big problems somehow i feel that if you have a vision and and if you really have the perseverance to hang hang in there i think somehow capital and resources in this world is in abundance and they that will always find its way because which you said also and and yes i'm really excited about the data space thank you for being part of change and possible podcast and sharing your insights and i'm i'm sure my listeners enjoyed this conversation as much as i did because i could feel your enthusiasm and 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 passion and i wish you the very best and i hope that in the next few years manastu space happens to be not just an indian company but a global company which is playing a major role in in the space tech uh, business yeah. so wish you and your team the very best and, and to my listeners if you like what you see in here please press the subscribe button and until next time see you guys bye bye thank you thank you thank you